Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is Dave Rutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And what we mean by spiritual growth is this, growth in our relationship, first and foremost with God, then in our relationships with one another. What we've been doing recently is taking a look at what happens when Jesus shows up. And it's been uh, I mean, I tell you, man, it's been a, it's been a real good trip to travel. You know, I mean, I'm enjoying it immensely. However, today, in this episode, what we're going to do is we're just going to put that on pause for a moment, and I'm going to talk from my heart to you about something that's been really impressed upon me, and that's this: that uh, you know, in life, we are going to encounter things that are really problematic. Now, I know that goes without saying, but it's important to say because sometimes there's a mistaken notion that because we believe and follow Jesus, we believe in him, he's given us his life, he's in us by the Spirit of God, we love him with all of our hearts, and there can be a mistaken notion that because of that, we won't experience hardships. <laughs> and that's just not the case. The reality is this, that there are, in the world that we live in, there are not only hard things to deal with, some of them are just absolutely heinous, man. They are, they're, they're awful. Some of you have situations that you're facing that are absolutely awful. And you're encountering things that go beyond description and you're caught in them. Or or you are facing things that you thought you could deal with, but they are overwhelming you. It might be as simple as working in an environment that is just not something that you enjoy doing and it's putting pressure on you because you just don't like it or you're working with people that don't like you whatever the situation is it's problematic right whether it's big or small doesn't matter who you are when it's you you're the one feeling it <laughs> to some person that's like oh that's nothing well you're not in the other person's shoes so this is not in this particular podcast, we're not taking some time to measure who's got it worse, who's got it better. We're zeroing in on this one point 
very importantly, and that's this, that we have the ability to overcome the things that we're facing. Now, previously, what I would do when difficult times would come is I would revert to drinking and using other drugs to cope with the situation so that I could get beyond it and not feel the pressure that was in it. But the problem with that was it became addictive. I started liking it way too much, and before long, it had me in its grip, so to speak, and I became an addict. It was no longer a coping mechanism. I had to do it just to not be sick. And when I didn't, I would get sick, and life would get more complicated. My old way of dealing with things didn't work. Now, that was me. Someone else might have other ways that you've tried that haven't worked and they've produced more problems because that's just the nature of the beast, man. However, enter Jesus, right? What happens when Jesus shows up? Well, once again, what happened when Jesus showed up in my life is that he broke the bondage of that and gave me an opportunity to not have to face that stuff alone. I was still going to face it. And that's the point of this whole thing right here. We're still going to face stuff, man. By virtue of us believing in Jesus doesn't mean that all problems stop. Now, there are some teachings that go along those lines that come to Jesus and, you know, all your problems will be solved. That's just not the truth. And when we realize that that's just not the truth, there's a whole lot of disillusionment that can take place. So let's get right to it. Jesus doesn't eliminate the problems. He gives us a way to go through them. And that is together. <laughs> it was the other day I was doing something and actually it was working in my wood shop. And I was doing some stuff that I wasn't really all that good at doing. And I was getting frustrated. And I was bored with my frustration I was bored with what I was doing. I didn't like what I was doing. And so I threw my stuff down. And I just started cussing. I just started cussing. And I got done cussing. And I heard kind of in the back of my mind, the Lord saying, are we done yet? <laughs> and I said, not yet. And I kept cussing. Finally, I got done. And we had a conversation. God and I had a conversation. You see, he still talks today. Yes, he talks through the scriptures, but he talks to us personally as well. And he was talking with me. We were talking, and he was saying, okay, now, what's, what's the problem? I was saying, I'm, 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 not, I'm not good at what I'm doing. I don't like it. He goes, well, I get it. Uh, how about this? Uh, I'd like to do it together. I'm really good at it. I'll show you how, but you have to practice. And why don't you enjoy practicing? How about that? Enjoy getting better, but we'll do it together. <laughs> I said, you want to work with me. It was, that's what this is all about. We're, we're in this together. And it dawned on me. 
I don't have to face things alone. Whereas before, I was addressing things on my own, in my own strength. And I considered myself to be a fairly strong person. But when certain things from the outside would press in on me, I would cave. And my way of dealing with it was to use either drugs, alcohol, both, whatever. And anything in between. That was my way of dealing with it. When I would cave or feel like I'm going to cave, that's what I would do. Well, that just turned to a, just the ongoing life of being surrounded by stuff that was caving in on me. And so I just lived the life of a, you know, an addict. Here we are. Now, believing in Jesus, and we have been given his life in us. He wants to do life together with us. He already went through life, all of it, the most heinous death and overcame that and is on the other side of it, now coming back through with us by the Holy Spirit. We get to walk through life together and he wants to and he can show us how to, but here's the real key. The internal strength that I had couldn't with stand the external pressure, the pain. Sometimes life is painful. Pain. Pain, sorrow, misery, betrayal, things that are just negative press in on us. Poverty, sickness, oppression press in on us. And if we don't have the internal strength to withstand that or overcome it, we cave. But when we invite Jesus into our life, he fills us with his presence, and it's our responsibility to continually be filled, to put ourselves in positions where we remain strong inwardly with him because we won't cave if we rely upon him and if we live life together. That's the cool thing right there. We get to do things together. Now, that is important for at least one person to hear right now, that you are not alone. Your situation is not outside of God's understanding or his help. In fact, he's helping you. And the pain that you're feeling is a reminder that you need him and that you can't get through life together. And it's not just you experiencing pain. Pain is in this world because this world is fallen and broken. It doesn't take a genius to look around and see that. This world is really a pressure cooker. And we are navigating through it. Because on the other side of it is something that is far beyond what we're even able to express. It's a matter of us navigating through this. And the process of us navigating through this is we get to do it together because what it produces within us is the ability to fulfill what's on the other side of life. We are going through what we're going through in order to equip us for eternity because we have eternal things that are in front of us. This isn't it. This isn't the end of the road. This is a school, so to speak. And how we navigate through this determines what goes on outside of this. 
and we get the opportunity to go through it together, not only with Jesus, but we get to go through it together with each other. Now, if we are not in Jesus, that's problematic, going through it together, because people are people. And just because we're together with people doesn't mean that it's strong. It can be as messy as can be. You know it. A crowd of people is not necessarily a pleasant thing to be involved in. However, when we are joined together in love, like the Apostle John said, Beloved, let us love one another. And Jesus prayed that we would be one, that we would have the same unity, same love that he has with the Father, that we would have with each other, and that we would also have together with him, and that we could be one. That's the purpose. We are in this together also. We're in this together. You're not alone. And it's important for us to connect together with other believers because it gives us strength. The internal strength can not only just withstand the external pressure, we can actually overcome it and begin to influence the outside world instead of us being influenced by it. We become those who are peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, meaning the people that make shalom happen. We have the power of God within us exploding from us. It's not just us being in a place of saying, well, I'm not going to succumb to sin. It's us saying we conquer sin in the name of Jesus and let that power explode from us. But we have to be connected in relationship in order for that to take place because the encouragement comes once we get through this stuff, we become stronger. And that power that's released from us becomes more magnificent. The glory of God becomes more brilliant because we have overcome things with him. And we've overcome things with each other. We're not fighting each other. We're not bickering. We're not tearing each other apart. We are actually doing things together. Praise God. The picture is coming into focus. And it's developing very, very, very well. Because timing of God is perfect. And you are not alone. You are connected to Jesus. And he connects you with others so that the strength that we have together can be magnified. Like getting a bunch of little magnifying glasses together, producing one big magnifying glass. Come magnify, <clears throat> excuse me, come magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. We get to do this together, and it's with God. And when you stop and think about that, it's not just with a nice person that we get to do stuff with. It's with God. He wants that. We get to, not we have to, we got to do it. No, we get to. It's not a matter of us following a set of rules that we got to do. It's we get to do things together with God. And we get to do things together with each other. We do this together. We get to live together. Live life together. Not alone. We don't have to go through the difficulties alone. They don't have to overcome us. In fact, the ultimate goal is that we become the overcomers. We change the atmosphere. We take that strife, painful, difficult, just 
hard life around us that presses in on us, and we change it into shalom. That's by virtue of relationship with Jesus. We not only get to move through things, we get to change things, but we don't do it under our own power like we used to try to. We now rely upon working with the Lord and in cooperation with one another. That about wraps it up, folks. That's really, in essence, the fact that we are in this together. A very, very, very important point for you to embrace and to understand that you are not alone. That feeling of loneliness, that sense of doing it on your own, that sense of failure, that rejection, that fear, that sense of loneliness can be broken and is broken when we do things together with Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I ask that you take these simple words right now and broadcast them into the hearts and minds of men, women, and children that can benefit from something that's been spoken. You take my imperfections, my inabilities, God, my own frailties of saying things, and that you would use that, that you take that and breathe on it and make it something more than what it is and to men, to women, and to children that need to hear these things. And I pray these things, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, folks, I love you. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearonthefire at gmail.com. That's all one word, lifearonthefire, all lowercase letters, lifearonthefire at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.